0: Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Passing Places, my personal podcast about my travels around Scotland, mainly by motorhome but also by motorcycle and with a fair bit of hill walking thrown in for good measure. Now that sound that you heard at the start is the steam train as it approached Boat of Garten station this morning and that shrill whistle is a, it's a lovely sound. It's a great sight to see the, the steam pouring out the locomotive and people on the platforms, but more of that a bit later. I've spent four days at Boat of Garten and today I've travelled down to Glendockert and I'm on a campsite which is midway between Killin and Creanlarach. Now you may well pick up some background noise because there's a... the main road is quite near the the van so the odd car might be passing and the rain has also started so There may well be the background sound of rain hitting the roof of the van, so we'll have to watch out for that one as we go along. I'd like to mention a number of things from last week. If you remember, I talked about the Wi-Fi at Point Sands and how great it was to not only have free Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi that actually works, that you can get Wi-Fi in your van. And I think I cracked a joke about standing upside down outside the the laundry block or the toilet block. When people tell you they've got Wi Fi, and when you turn up, it doesn't work. So, that's a uh, prophecy has just come true this week because I've spent four days on a site in Boat of Garten with no 3G signal on my phone and a Wi Fi signal that uh, allegedly you could pick up in the laundrette, but I never managed to get that sorted over the four days. Before we start uh, covering what I've been doing over the last four or five days, come back to Other parts of last week's episode, I've had so many people getting in touch. Uh, On Twitter, there's a chap uh, who goes by the handle of CT, which is C-double-E-T-double-E. And he's been in regular touch with me over the last four or five days. And his first tweet said that he was addicted to my podcast and he's really looking forward to episode 9. So I'm feeling really, really guilty because I said I'd like to get the episode recorded on a Wednesday, and this week has just been so difficult without any proper connection to the internet or even a 3G signal, so I'm hoping perhaps tomorrow if I can get into Collin and find a Wi-Fi hotspot I can transfer the podcast from the laptop and get it online. So you may well be listening to this. Uh, on Friday, or perhaps over the weekend, depending on when I manage to get it uploaded. Feedback again from last week, I was talking about the, the journey down to Point Sands and the Mullican Tire and travelling through Tarbert, and I was also mentioning the, the recommendation that you should really get yourself over to the island of Gia. Well, David Church, who listens to my podcast, has been in touch on my website at bonnetours.com, and he's left some further uh, really valuable information that I wanted to share with you. He says that uh, going over to Gia is fantastic, and that if you go to the Queen's Beach, which is at the north end of the island, it's a really magical place to watch the sun go down. So that's from first-hand experience from David. And he also talked about uh, Tarbert, which is one of my favourite places. And David's um, given me further information about the starfish seafood restaurant which he highly recommends and also that if you want to cook your own seafood there's a fantastic seafood shop down by the ferry terminal and he reckons you can get any shellfish that you could ever want including razor clams which uh, is certainly wetting my appetite because often when I'm in Tarbert if I'm honest I nip into the Indian restaurant because I have a mental map of Scotland based on the curry shops around the country. And finally, David also mentions a a local artist, Stuart Herd, which is H-E-R-D, and he paints local scenes, including views of the islands, and he has a gallery on the corner as you drive through Tarbert, so there's two or three things for you to have a look at if you pass through Tarbert, and a very clear recommendation that you should visit the island of Gia if you get a chance. On my website I also got feedback from Katrina Young, and Katrina was talking about her favourite campsite on that uh, west coastline is Mossdale, and again it's one of my favourites, I've stayed there a couple of times last year, and it's a small site which is directly onto the beach, and you have fantastic views over to the islands including Jura, so, she certainly recommends a visit to Mosdale Caravan Park. But the most interesting thing she mentioned was her memories of the Crinan Canal. She was brought up as a child around Crinan, and she was telling me about the fact that they used to uh, do something called boat hopping, which I think involved hitching a lift along the canal in both directions on the various boats as they were going through the locks. It just sounds Pretty magical. And she'd said that she was heading down to Crinan with her dad for a a day trip. Uh, And that probably must have been, perhaps it was at the weekend there, but uh, it was really nice to get some feedback on Crinan because it is a a really magical place. And she also said in terms of the jingles that the music choice is simple. It's uh, just living the dream. And an artist that she mentioned is somebody called Biffy. Biffy, Biffy Clyro, I'll have to look that one up on YouTube, I'm not very good at uh, celebrities and musicians and things but when I get a signal I'm going to nip onto YouTube and listen to that song. I also got some detailed feedback from Katie Cole who is my sister and she posted a, not because she's my sister but I'm going to say this, but she posted a fantastic uh, post on my forum. And it's all about the trials and tribulations and potential pitfalls of trying to buy your first camper van or motorhome on eBay or through classified ads like Auto Trader or Gumtree. Sadly, there's a number of uh, crooks out there just waiting to uh, allow you to part with your money without delivering the goods. And it's, I suppose, that old adage, if, it's, if it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. Too good to be true, but she's posted a really detailed post about her experiences over the last week or so when she made inquiries about two different vans that were for sale. And in both cases, the seller was less than honest. In fact, probably in both cases were were crooks. And that story, since she posted, has had quite a happy ending because in the last day or two, my sister... Katie and her husband Dermot have actually purchased their first van and she was telling me last night by Twitter that she's called it Molly. So I'm meeting Molly for the first time this weekend. Uh, We're going to catch up in the two vans and compare notes and she's purchased a van similar to mine in age and specifications so I'm looking forward to catching up and maybe I can persuade her if I can twist her arm to do a, a little interview about the the hows and the whys of buying a motorhome. So maybe watch out for that one. I was also talking, I think, in episode uh, 7 about motorhome forums, and I got uh, in contact with, or they got in contact with me, a small motorhome forum site, which now I've got no access to the internet. I'm trying to remember the the name, Freemotorhoming.uk. and it's a small forum with mainly people who are interested in well camping, self-build or renovations of vans, as well as a, a sort of focus on eco low footprint living. And because it's quite a small forum, it's quite uh, amazing how quickly you start getting into discussion with people. And we're already talking about catching up at some point in the weeks ahead if. Some of the members are travelling north. So, I got back from the Mull of Kintyre on Friday of last week and I spent a couple of nights with a friend in the Central Belt and headed up to Boat of Garten on Sunday. I just uh, straight up the A9. It's not the most enjoyable uh, drive, but it's the quickest way to get to Aviemore and Boat of Garten. Now, Boat of Garten, well, let's talk about Aviemore briefly. Aviemore's obviously very well known. It's the main town, it has a trade all year round from the winter sports like skiing and mountaineering and climbing, hill walking. To in the summer, all sorts of tourists are around in Aviemore. There's loads you can do outdoors, from you know fishing and mountain biking and hill walking and shops as well. And there's everything in Aviemore, but it tends to get quite busy in the summer, but you're just ten minutes down the road is Boat of Garten, which is the most wonderful little village I've been visiting Boat of Garten since the mid-80s, which is over I think over 25 years ago, and it's so quiet in comparison to Aviemore and it's got so much to offer it's uh, been termed the Osprey village because a couple of miles out of the, the village itself is the Boat of Garten, uh, osprey, um, hide, and it's on the Boat of Garten reserve, which is managed by the RSPB. And the ospreys have been coming every year to Boat of Garten since I can remember, way back in the early eighties. And the staff on site are really, really helpful. There's regular, almost minute-by-minute updates on the board as to what's going on with the ospreys. And if you nip online, you can watch a, a live webcam of the birds on the nest. So the ospreys usually arrive in Boat sometime uh, towards the end of March, early April. And already there's uh, at least one female and a couple of males have arrived. So it's uh, I really highly recommend a visit to the, the osprey hide. I couldn't go this time because I suppose quite sensibly they don't allow dogs up to the hide and the whole four days in Boat were very cold, getting up in the morning to frost and powder snow falling, so I really didn't want to leave skid in the van for, would probably have been best part of two hours, so I had to give the ospreys a body swerve this time, but if you do get up any time during the season, which is over the next uh, three or four months, make sure you take the time to drop into the, the Osprey um, Centre and have a good look at uh, what's going on there. It's really fascinating. You don't need to be a, a twitcher. Just uh, dip in there and you'll have a great time. Another thing about Board of Garton I really like is the and you heard it the 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 sound of the whistle on the train at the start. It's a a great place for watching the the train come in and actually getting on the train. There's the space side. Steam railway um, train, which leaves, there's a regular timetable now, and it it leaves from Aviemore, comes through Boat of Garten, and then it terminates at uh, Broomhill, which is another five or ten minutes up the the track. And Broomhill is the station they used in the, if you ever watched the BBC series Monarch of the Glen, then you're actually arriving in Glenbogle, But I don't know a lot about steam trains, but even I can get excited about the Speyside um, railway service because it's a a group of really, really keen enthusiasts who are keeping the whole project going, and it seems to be going from strength to strength, and I think the ultimate plan is to get the, the track reopened right through to Granton and Spey. So if you're in... Um, staying in Boat of Garten. You can take the train into Aviemore, uh, do some shopping or get involved in various things over there, and then bring come back again on the, the steam train or the Space Side Way, which is another great reason for basing yourself in Boat of Garten. You can walk the Space Side Way uh, back to Aviemore and jump on the steam train and come back that way. Just check out the times. And the timetables and the train also has various special events on they do tea and uh, snacks and they, I think they have even a, a service some trains where they, they provide meals and do all sorts of things so well worth checking out their website, I'll put a, a link on the show notes. So if you're in Boat of Garten, you've got the Ospreys nearby, you've got the, the steam train and because you're on the Speyside Way you're you're right on the edge of the Um, Abernethy National Nature Reserve, which is the largest single remaining part of ancient Caledonian Pine Forest in Scotland, and it's full of trails, so if you're into mountain biking, if you're a walker, even a casual walker, uh, a bird watcher, there's so much you can do in the uh, Abernethy Forest, and you can walk straight from uh, Boat of are out into the forest. I think it's only a couple of miles. I, I walked. We walked from Boat of Garden to uh, Bridge of Nethy, which is about five miles further up uh, on the Speyside Way, and you pass the the Osprey Centre on your way through. So you could you could take a, a wander up to the the Osprey Centre and and walk back, and it wouldn't be probably more than five miles round trip. The Abernethy uh, National Nature Reserve, I think, is its proper title. It's largely, as I say, Caledonian pine. Some of it is was plantation forestry in the last uh, 30, 40, 50 years. But it's home to not only the ospreys, but there are capercaillie who nest in the forest. There's red squirrel, there's pine marten, Scottish wildcat. Now, not that I can guarantee that you'll see these, but... It's a fantastic place if you're interested in the uh, wildlife and some of the species that are more uh specific specific to um Scotland and the Highlands. So I, I can't I can't speak highly enough about Boat of Garten. I really enjoyed being there just for three or four days. Although our plan originally was to spend two or three days walking in the Speyside way. If I'm honest, the way things worked out at a practical level my friends arrived on the the Tuesday, which was was actually my birthday, and they turned up with a bottle of Dalwini 15-year-old malt whisky, which I thought, well how nice of them, they'd stopped off at the Dalwini distillery on the way up, which is uh, Scotland's highest distillery, and bought me a 15-year-old bottle of uh, Dalwini malt whisky. It was only later on in the van when we were chatting away that I realised that the bottle of Dalwini had been sourced from Tesco's in Aviemore. But I suppose it's the thought that counts. But going back to the story, we had planned originally to do two or three days walking. And like many of our plans, it turned out that uh, we headed off on the Wednesday morning to walk to Nethy Bridge, uh, uh, an amazing distance of five miles. And we we just pottered along, and it was the, the best day of the week in terms of the weather. We actually got some sunshine Very pleasant walk. And when we got to Abernethy... Sorry, Bridge of Abernethy. Not Bridge of Abernethy. Talking about the forest again. Nethy Bridge. We actually just sat down outside the shop and decided to get the bus. The 34 bus from Inverness comes down through Granton and down through Nethy Bridge and Boat of Garten and Aviemore. So our five-mile walk was completed by a ten minute bus journey back to Boat of Garton so that was my two or three days walking on the space headway so I left Boat of Garton this morning and I've I was on a bit of a wander as I say I'm meeting up with my sister somewhere uh, within probably 100 miles of Perth because they'll have this new van and they're just keen to test it out but they don't want to go too far so I stopped off at this site tonight which is I think it's called the Glen Dockert Caravan Park and my thinking was that I would uh, do a little reconnaissance uh, tonight or maybe uh, tomorrow to try and find a site that would be good for the two of us to catch up so I think uh, I mean this site is fine but I think we'll probably maybe head down towards Fife or over towards the east coast probably take a weather check in the morning and the plan tomorrow is to as I say meet up with them somewhere And that might be the subject of some of uh, next week's episode. So, where was I? I was just covering some of the things that i will be doing this week. I've got no idea what I'm going to be doing next week. Uh, No doubt I'll get off again somewhere. I just hope that spring will finally arrive. I've had four days of, well when I say dry, you might be able to hear the rain now, but it has been dry and very, very cold and little bits of powder snow falling now and again, and just the odd little glimpse of sunshine when you suddenly feel that spring heat. But overall it's been very cold, particularly overnight. It's been below zero each night so far in the van. So this is really just an overnight stop here, and then off again in the morning. One of the things I I mentioned there briefly was was my birthday on Tuesday, and I thought I would like to keep my birthday pretty quiet, but I'd forgotten that... On Facebook, you put in your your date of birth when you register. So throughout uh, Tuesday and into Wednesday, my Facebook page has been a continuous uh, list of people wishing me happy birthday. And I've been sitting here tearing my hair out, trying to get a signal on my phone just to say like or thank you. And uh, I'll need to try and sort that out when I come back. So if you if you did wish me happy birthday on Tuesday, and I haven't managed to at least like your post or respond to you then forgive me and I'll somehow make it up in the the days ahead somewhere. Hopefully tomorrow I'll find a a Wi-Fi connection and I'll be glued to my laptop or my iPad for a couple hours trying to catch up. So I'll try and find a, a Wi-Fi spot tomorrow to get this uploaded off the laptop and I'll be back with another episode, perhaps in less than a week, to make up for the fact that I've been running late. As I say, I might have persuaded my sister for a little interview. And I was disappointed, I forgot to say at the very start, that nobody had the courage, or whatever the reason, to get on that voicemail this week. So for the first time I'm without a voicemail contribution, so you have to pull your socks up and get on that voicemail in the week ahead. And if you can't do that from a you know, technology point of view. Then, you know, leave me a tweet on Twitter. Leave me a comment on Facebook. Uh, jump onto my website. There's, uh, it's very easy to leave a, a, comment on any of the pages. Uh, register the website on the website, and you can, you can leave comments on the forum as well. So, wwbonnytours.com Bonny on Facebook, and at Bonny on Twitter. So stay safe, and hopefully, or maybe, I'll see you somewhere around Scotland one day soon on your travels. And I'll leave you with the sound of the steam train as it leaves Boat of Garton station.